12212. Do it again. Check, check, check. That's loud. Check, one, two. Check, you, you one, two. You don't generally talk that loud. No, I don't. <laughs> so, everybody, this is another episode of America Land. My name is Alex. My name is Lori. I was looking for my notes. It's been a while since we've done an America Land podcast. I thought this episode could be a kind of catch up on what we did as far as travel over the last year. You know, we're pretty fortunate. Yes. People should travel. They definitely should travel. Not everybody does. Someday we may need to do a interview on this podcast with someone who does more travel than we do. I think that's true. I'd actually like to do an interview with a travel agent. We have one of those we know. I think we know a couple, actually. Mm -hmm. So maybe we can work something out where we can, even if they can't necessarily make it in here, we can either go to them or... This feels like an episode of Seinfeld or something like, I got a guy. (laughs) Do you have a guy? I got a guy. Well, both of the travel agents that I'm thinking of are women. So we kind of got a gal. We got a gal. 2019 was a pretty good travel year for us, and generally we travel with a, a, a group of people, at least two or three other people that go with us, and not always the same people, but this last year it was it was considerably that, with the exception of, well, actually it was like 50-50. Mm-hmm. So uh, the first significant trip that we took in 2019 was to Florida, and we went to Pine Island actually, which is a new thing for the both of us. Mm -hmm. And we stayed in my cousin's condominium there. It was gorgeous. It was. I had not been to that side of Florida for any length of time. I've driven to that side and spent a little bit of time sightseeing. But it was nice to be able to stay there and really get the local flavor the trip that we took to florida which i think was the year before that we had um kids with us so we we went to disney world of course did the touristy things but we did cut over to the gulf side for a day at the beach which was probably everyone's favorite day saint petersburg clearwater i think you're right in that area? Mm-hmm. So a little further north than, than the trip that we took this last year. This last year, Pine Island, for those that don't know, is right off from Fort Myers. And we stayed in a little town called Mat Lachey. Mm-hmm. Just near there, yeah. And the food, phenomenal. Pretty much everywhere we went. But the other thing that really was enjoyable and draws us back to that area is the live music scene is incredible. Yes, I would agree with that. One of the tips that we give people is to try and eat and live like a local whenever you go someplace as as much or as often as you can because you'll find the best places to eat and you'll find all of the the hidden gems. And we were fortunate enough to take this trip with my cousin, Angie, who has a place down there. So she was able to show us around to some of the really cool little areas in Mat Lachey and and in the uh, neighboring neighboring towns, Fort Myers and, and Cape Coral. And that was really fun. And aside from being able to take us to some of the better restaurants, which we might have even driven past, not knowing that it was a really great place to have 
key lime pie or even coffee or something of that nature, she also happens to know where all of the drink specials are, which was wonderful, too. And all the music, as I said. She was a great hostess. It was a lovely trip. I enjoyed it very much. It really made it uh, a challenge because we went in April. Uh, It made it a challenge to come back to Wisconsin after that because it's it's still a little um, rainy and drizzly and gray and cold here. It's always a challenge for me to come back from vacation. (laughs) Really, the only thing that draws me back is... Well, my favorite person in the world, my granddaughter and other family members. So I wish I could live the eternal vacation style, but unfortunately that's not in the cards. Where my cousin lives, there are a number of water channels that kind of uh, wind in and out of the area and take you out into the Gulf. And one morning we were fortunate enough to see some manatees that were surfacing in the water, and that was a really incredible moment. It was. They came to the surface, and you could hear them, and sometimes at night you could hear them because they, they, don't, they don't breathe underwater, obviously. They're much like a, a dolphin, but rather than having a spout, they just hold the air into their lungs and then surface to the water, exhale through their nose or through their mouth. And we heard them and went running out into the dock and were able to, to watch them as they swam underneath us and and surfaced in different different areas it was really quite fun it was a whole family there were small ones and very large adult ones it was kind of a spiritual moment because you can see those sort of things in captivity but seeing them in their own natural habitat was very moving one of the last days that we had spent in florida we jumped the fence i guess my cousin had relatives, other relatives that were coming to stay. So she had some preparations to do in the condo. And so we said our goodbyes, but we decided to spend one more night by ourselves in the Naples, Florida area. And speaking of spiritual moments, there there was a, a quite a moving uh, moment for us at that point. We've been somewhat enamored with that area, though we haven't really had the opportunity to visit before last year. Other than reading a few things about it and understanding that it's a it's a fairly affluent area, but it also has some rich history and it's it's got kind of a modern area and an old neighborhood area, we decided that we would find the beach, the public beach, or one of the public beaches, and we decided to go out onto the Naples Pier. It was it was quite an impressive uh, structure. It, it really extends out into the water considerably but uh it, if if you want to tell the story about what we had seen there and how you had felt I, I think that's a really good story it's the area where i would really like to live someday partly because the water there reminds me of really being in the caribbean although i liked pine island and malache the water just wasn't that turquoise blue that i was looking for One of the things that I was thinking as we were starting to walk out on the pier, and I did not verbalize it, and I kind of wish I would have, because I think then you would have been more believing of me saying this, but I was thinking as I walked out onto that pier that if we saw dolphins, that this was it. This is where I wanted to be. And 
that we were going to have to figure out one way or another how we would be able to live there. Oh, I, I believe you. I believe that you felt that way. I guess what I'm questioning is whether or not you knew there was the possibility of seeing dolphins beforehand. I did not. I did not. And I was hoping the whole time when we were still in Pine Island to see dolphins because your sister had been there previous to us going and she had seen them. This is true, but I believe she had seen them when they went out on a boat into the Cabbage Key area. That's correct. But nonetheless, Mm -hmm. I was hoping to see them in the wild. You know, we never had the opportunity when we were still in that area, Matlache, Mm -hmm. Pine Island area. We didn't see them at all in that area. So we're walking out onto the pier. It was beautiful that day. Warm. The sun was shining. There was families flying kites and having picnic lunches on the beach. and Tons of fishermen out on the pier. A lot of fishermen out on the pier. Of course, birds trying to catch those fish as they're pulling them in. Right. There was someone doing some sort of art installation on the beach. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, there's these pods of dolphins. And not just one or two, but many Mm-hmm. And on both sides of the pier and at the end of the pier. And I was just like overcome and overwhelmed because I had this thought in my head that if I had seen them, this was it. And I had that moment where it was, that was it for me. It was, it was where I wanted to be. I had never seen dolphins outside of some sort of aquarium or, or sea show right. before. So that was, uh, that was really quite the experience. And, of course, we were trying to take photos, and they move so quickly. By the time you recognize that they've surfaced, they've already gone back under. We did get some. Modern technology, amazing. Live yes. photos are the best thing since <laughs> sliced bread. Yeah, when you're trying to get something uh, in action like that, it, it really uh, it is quite the asset to be able to, well, I didn't quite snap it in time, but for whatever reason, uh, it, it caught it for a millisecond beforehand or afterwards. So, y- yes, we were fortunate to snag a little bit of the uh, of the image that way. Even the night that we went and watched the sunset when we were still on Pine Island, mm-hmm. I was really hoping to see some that night, you know, you see the picturesque paintings of the sunset and the dolphins coming up out of the water. And I thought for sure we would see some, and we didn't. But that day, seeing them in Naples really kind of sealed the deal for me. Let's move on to the next trip chronologically. There's plenty more that we could say about Florida, but... I don't feel like we've said enough. No, no, except I will give this little bit of advice to anybody out there. No seams are real. <laughs> Definitely... For as much as, as everybody says in that area, in, in, in southern climate, warm climate to wear sunscreen, which you should, don't think that it's too soon in the day to put on the bug spray because mm-hmm. you'll regret it. Noceum bites last a lot longer than standard mosquito bites. They itch like crazy. They'll wake you up in, in your sleep. Noceum bites will just itching. So keep, you know, keep that in mind as a tip. Um, it was a very busy summer for us as far as uh, Jayco is concerned. So we really didn't get out that much over the summertime. But we were able to get out in September to celebrate your birthday. Yay! With our Vegas group, as we like to call them. 
that's exactly where we went to Las Vegas. This was our second trip in a row as far as uh, we went in 2018 and we went in 2019. And there's a reason why Mm -hmm. Vegas. Yes. It was a significant birthday. We don't need to say. Right. Um, It has a five and a zero in it. So one of my requests for my birthday was to have an Elvis impersonator should I have a party here at home. Right. We did some research. Mm -hmm. Elvis impersonators are not easy to come by. No. Good ones. Well, yeah, exactly. I I think that there are a number of people who think that they can just don the jumpsuit and the glasses. and. But I didn't want that. Someone threw out the idea and said, why don't we go to Vegas? You'll see all kinds of Elvises there. It was a great idea. It was. Because uh, here's another handy tip for you travelers. Don't think that you have to go to the most expensive shows in Vegas to see the best performers. Because this Elvis Presley experience that we went to was not terribly expensive. It's called All Shook Up. It was great. It was great. The performer did a career span for Elvis, starting with the the early days. Then he took a little bit of an intermission where he changed clothes out of the what you would expect uh, to see Elvis in in the 50s and came back out in what you would expect to see Elvis dressed in in the 70s. His voice was great. The band, there was a, a mixture of live band and pre-recorded music. They were amazing. He had uh, a great sense of humor and he had a great uh, rapport with the audience and with the band. And it was a it was a really fun, fun time. I highly recommend it. It was a great show in the end because I had to wear certain items to make everybody in Vegas aware that it was my significant number birthday. Yep. He, of course, noticed that and did throw a scarf out to me. Do you still have the scarf? I, I do. Where is it? It's up in our bedroom. So this Elvis scarf. In the bedroom. Where else should it be? I guess that's probably a fair question <laughs> to ask. So when the show was done, I did get to meet him. We were able to get some photos and it was a really great birthday and I enjoyed seeing an impersonator because unfortunately Elvis is not with us so I don't and never did get to see him for real. We also went to the Motown experience while we were there and that was good. It was a little heavy on the Jackson 5. I didn't mind. I didn't mind either because I like the Jackson 5. But it was also a fairly inexpensive show. Pretty small room, but gosh, we had a good time with that one, too. Spur of the moment, yeah. not planned at all. We saw the Prince show. Yep. It was called Purple Rain. Again, R-E-I-G-N. another. G-N. Sorry. No, it's okay. Again, another artist that I would have loved to have seen while still here on Earth, but unfortunately never did, so. Yeah, we kind of ran the gamut, Elvis to Michael to Prince. All my favorites. Yeah, for your birthday, no less. Right. If you are planning a trip to Vegas, those of you who have gone to Vegas know that there's a lot more than just gambling. 
those of you who have never gone to Vegas, which was me a couple of years ago, I'd never gone, and I had that same mindset. I'm not going to go to Vegas because I don't gamble. And boy, was I wrong. I have had some great fun in Vegas, and not the debauchery, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas sort of thing, although there is that if that's the type of person that you are. But if you're looking for something to do, we recommend All Shook Up the Motown Experience and Purple Rain. They are not the most expensive shows to see, but they are definitely entertaining. There are plenty of free shows as well, which this is just the summary of trips. We will definitely delve into more details on each of these trips in later podcasts. For two years in a row, we stayed at the Four Queens Casino and Hotel. I don't know if it's called Casino Hotel, Casino Resort, Hotel Casino. I'm not sure how that goes. On Fremont Street. It is on Fremont Street. It is great. There are lots of things to see and do on Fremont Street. Ah, gosh, I feel like we didn't even scratch the surface Mm -mm. the two years that we went to Vegas. We haven't. As enjoyable as it is, you can really only take it in small doses. Mm -hmm. Three, four days at a time. Do as much as you can during that time period. See as much live music as you can, and it is everywhere. Uh, enjoy the lights and the sounds and the sights and the food and everything. It's really a great place for people watching, too. But don't put it on yourself that you're going to do more than you're capable of doing in that amount of time. I think any more than three or four days, and you probably will... Run out of money. <laughs> yes, for sure. That is the first thing that probably goes. And then after that, it'd be the liver. true very true so we're going to move on quickly here to uh the thing that we did in november the thing that we did in november november of 2019 was a really great time and i i really want to emphasize something there are times when we do things with people who have never done these things before and sometimes uh it's one of us uh two years ago i mentioned that was the first time that i went to las vegas and i think i was the only one at that time who had never been to las vegas and that was really exciting and so in november we were fortunate enough to be the ones showing other people in the group that went with us the joys of taking their first cruise amazing let me just say Royal Caribbean should be giving us some sort of royalties because we (laughs) have taken handfuls of people and converted them not only to Royal Caribbean, but cruising in general. Yes. It is a great opportunity for you to do. Well, first off, a cruise is kind of a choose your own adventure. You could have a relaxing cruise. You could have an adventurous cruise. You could have a sophisticated cruise. You could have a body cruise. There are things for everybody. And when you go, you get an itinerary, a daily itinerary, and you just choose the things that sound like they're the right things for you to do. We lent a little bit more towards the relaxing cruise. However, we did do a few things that were fun. We did some trivia stuff. We went, we saw some shows and we did the escape room, which was a lot of fun too. A lot more fun than I thought it would be. Exactly. And so you can definitely make the best of anything, but definitely on a cruise, there's the best of many things. It's like being treated like I think royalty is treated. It it certainly is good enough for me. The food. Oh, my goodness. I hate that we focus so much on food because that maybe is telling of the type of people we are. But Well, I have something to say about that. 
it's one of the most basic things that can bring a person pleasure. It's a way to maybe bridge the gap. So sometimes people don't like music the way we like music, or sometimes their viewpoints on art are different than our viewpoints on that sort of thing. Maybe we're not as learned about other things as some are. But food is one of the things that is a really basic thing that a lot of people can relate to. I think I'm really focused on food right now because I'm trying to be good about food. Yeah. So I want food all the time. <laughs> That'll happen. That's and I sure. want all kinds of food all the time. Well, the cruise is a place to get all kinds of food all the time. And it doesn't have to be unhealthy, actually. No, not at all. I feel like I was pretty good with my choices, but there's so many choices, and it is delicious food. We have done a number of all-inclusive packages where we've gone to Puerto Vallarta or Cancun, Playa del Carmen, and those are wonderful times. Don't get me wrong. The thing about a cruise is that there are those aspects where it's it's food and drink and things that are available to you and and different things as though you're on the resort you can go to the shows and and do shopping on the promenade and things of that nature but depending upon the length of cruise that you have in our case we had two days where we did shore excursions one was to the royal caribbean private island labadee which is uh, near haiti or part of haiti and then the second one was in Jamaica, both of which were new to me. I had never gone to either. Now, you have gone to Jamaica before, but not to the areas that we were at this right. time. It does give you a little bit more adventure than if you're doing an all-inclusive. Sometimes, depending upon where you're at, an all-inclusive is just the resort. And mm -hmm. the amenities can be enough for you for mm -hmm. four or five days easily. But it is nice to be able to get off the ship and walk around and go to the local markets and experience that local culture. Absolutely. The the very first cruise that I ever took with you, we went to Belize and then we went to Cozumel or Cozumel and Belize. I can't remember the lineup exactly, but it was so much fun to be ashore and to see a totally different world than, than what I'd ever known at that point. I've always only cruised in the Caribbean. I someday would like to do a river cruise in Europe, but it is amazing how many different cultures there are in just that small part of the world in the Caribbean. So here's one of our tips in terms of cruising. Don't spend a heck of a lot of money on the room. You want a room that's going to be comfortable for you, for sure. You definitely want it large enough for you, and dependent upon if it's you and one other person, or maybe you have your children, you definitely want it large enough for that. But the amount of time you spend in your room is minimal. Correct. Sleeping, changing clothes, because you do need to dress separately or differently for dinner usually. Aside from that, you're very, very rarely at the room. So unless you have a, maybe a, an extended cruise or there's the possibility where weather could be an issue or something to where you feel like you need a larger room, I think that's certainly not one way that you want to spend your money. I think being loyal to one cruise line is helpful because when you are loyal to one cruise line, you do earn loyalty points, which get you discounts and onboard credits and sometimes upgrades and things like that. So signing up for those crown and anchor memberships or those loyalty memberships, most times they're free. And then that gives you some perks. The cruise 
that we had taken was five days and we took a shorter one than we would have probably liked to have taken because again we had three other people with us who had never gone on a cruise before but these three people are going on the next cruise they enjoyed it that much finally for 2019 I want to talk about a really special trip that you and I took and this was just the weekend before Christmas the way that things worked out for us we ended up having that weekend available Again, another spur-of-the-moment thing for us. We decided that we would take that weekend and we would find a place to stay downtown Chicago. And it had been a long time since I'd been in, in Chicago before Christmas. So we went and we stayed downtown, walking distance to Michigan Avenue, walking distance to Macy's, walking distance to the Christmas Kinder Fair Kringle thing. Yeah, which was crazy busy. But we stayed at a place called the Palmer House. Growing up in Chicago, I have to tell you this. First off, there's a lot of Chicago. And by that I mean to say there's downtown, there's uptown, there's north side, there's northwest side, there's west side, there's south side, there's southwest side, there's there's loop, there's near loop, there's... uh, the Miracle Mile, there's the Gold Coast. I mean... Magnificent God. Mile. Yes. You can you can be in Chicago. You could live your life in Chicago in certain areas and never see any of the others. So I lived my childhood in Chicago and, and had no idea what the Palmer House was. And you were able to book it through, of course, Hotels.com. Again, one of those loyalty things that Mm -hmm. with doing it enough, you do get some perks. Right. So 10th stay is free. Mm -hmm. And it's an average of the stays that you you have. They take an average of those prices. And you can either use that towards a more expensive stay so that it knocks the price down. Or if it's something that's comparable, you end up getting it for free. We didn't get this one for free. But we got an excellent deal on that one. And it was... Probably because it was right before Christmas and a lot of people don't want to travel at that time, but it worked out really well for us. I don't think, as I remember, because this was the most recent uh, trip that we had taken, I, I don't think that they were at a lack for people staying there. It was pretty full. When we gave the car to the valet and walked in to register... First off, it is a very old hotel, but it is breathtakingly beautiful. Not expected at all. No. The pictures online do not do justice. Seeing it in person was quite the experience. Now, having been to Paris and seeing some very old historic buildings that are very ornate and beautiful and take your breath away, Palmer House was very close to that. Not quite as ornate as Paris, but definitely had that Renaissance appeal to it. The lobby area had a mosaic ceiling that was just gorgeous. And of course, it was Christmas time, so there was a lot of additional decoration in terms of Christmas trees and, and holiday decorations all throughout. And what I thought was was really intriguing for me the area where you wait, the the elevator lobby area, was very 
it was surprisingly sophisticated, I guess, is the best way to, to say it. And the entire place was sophisticated, so I guess it shouldn't be so surprising. But I noticed, and I don't know if you did, but whenever we would stop at a different lobby, it would open up and there would be different sculpture artwork in each lobby, elevator lobby area. Right. That was That was really cool. And I used Renaissance, which there was some of that, but now that I'm remembering it a little bit more, there was a lot of Art Deco, kind mm -hmm. of that 20s, 30s, 40s look to it. It was beautiful. We took the elevator and we were fortunate enough to have a, a higher floor, which had a really nice view. It wasn't, it wasn't a view of much of the downtown area, but it, it, it was a nice view just the same. And what lined the hallways going to our room were black and white photos of people who had stayed there. So there was a lot of old Hollywood and, and things, uh, uh, people who had, you know, a, a great history as far as show business is concerned. And, and that was really cool to see, too. Mm -hmm. the, I love finding the history in the places that we stay because sometimes you're surprised by those things. And sometimes I really, truly, and I know some of you can understand this, I wish the walls could talk yes. and the stories that they could tell me because I'm so like intrigued by that. Now, prior to this, we had stayed at the Congress, which is another old Chicago hotel. Historic. Very much so. But what I do appreciate about the Palmer House was... They weren't afraid to modernize some things. The Congress has much smaller rooms, and the bathrooms are, it's nice. They're, they're old tile, old ceramic and porcelain tile in there, and, and it's interesting because you're looking at that, and, and again, you can't help but wonder, you know, if these walls could talk, the, the people who had stayed there. But what I do appreciate about the Palmer House is that they modernized things in terms of the rooms. The rooms were a little bit larger, a little bit more comfortable. We weren't at a loss for finding electrical outlets or, you know, because a lot of things run on power for us at this point in our lives. We're plugging in cell phone chargers and, and things like that. And it definitely accommodated for all of that sort of thing. We really didn't spend a lot of time in the room. Again, uh, we did go to the restaurant bar which was Potter's Inn, I believe was the mm -hmm. name of it. A really cool, uh, really hip, almost like speakeasy, the way that you mm -hmm. find the place. Mm -hmm. The bartenders there were really great. The drinks were incredible, uh, to put it mildly. <laughs> well worth taking the time there. Uh, and those of you who don't drink alcohol, which uh, they apparently have some of the best milkshakes around. We saw people lined up for those an endless line of people for those one of the great things about downtown chicago is that they really don't waste a lot of space so certain areas of the first floor of this hotel which is the case for a number of them there were other shops and there was a patisserie the little boutique Yes. Bakery. Oh, That's where goodness. we had our breakfast. And oh, crepes. They were terrific. They were oh. wonderful. We vowed we would go back and get macaroons, which we forgot. French macaroons. Yes. Mm. And we forgot them, but that's okay. It's okay. We didn't need more sugar. <laughs> One of the great things about the early onset of winter in 2019 was that it was 
incredibly warm. It was 50 degrees. It was a beautiful weekend. And we always seem to go in February for some reason. Right. And it's so bitter cold. Mm -hmm. And this time we actually lucked out and had a really nice weekend. We did. We it almost felt as though you didn't need a jacket at certain points. It felt like spring or, you know, early fall. As a kid, I used to go downtown to see the Christmas lights and the animatronic windows they they would have at the Carson Perry Scott building and at Marshall Fields, the windows that had things like ice skaters and a retelling of the Nutcracker Suite that was on full display in the windows. Those things are gone now. They I don't know how long they have been gone, and I've I've read mixed mixed things that they've been gone for five years or sometimes longer, which is kind of unfortunate, I have to admit. But Chicago does still lean pretty heavy on being a very cultured city and a very diverse city, even though those types of things aren't there any longer there's there's new things there's new christmas art installations up and down michigan avenue some really interesting things to see some very modern things and some traditional things and when you go into macy's which again used to be the marshall fields building you still see some of the wonderful things that were there for generations so the walnut room of course is still there and the tree there is beautiful and there is an area of the top floor which is devoted to a photographic history of the building and the founder and that was very interesting as well there's wherever you turn though there is something from the old department store an old clock or some old marble work the flooring is is still the same in a lot of areas and that's still pretty breathtaking as well mm -hmm. again even though things have kind of changed with the times there is still a little bit of remember when or hearkening back Nostalgia. to yes to some of the things that really helped make that downtown area great i love chicago i if it were in a tropical area, I would be all over it. <laughs> I love Chicago. Actually, I I probably could live there if I were able to live there the way that I vacation there. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I, I have seen more of Chicago in the years that I haven't lived there than in the years that I lived there just because of... It's a beautiful city. Yeah. It really is for a lot of reasons. You know, we've touched on some major trips that we mm -hmm. that we had this past year, but we had some little small trips too. Sure. We got to spend some time in Madison, which is very close to us. Mm -hmm. Again, a city that we both love for different reasons and we got to spend a night in a very nice hotel downtown which will talk about at a later time and share with you some of the wonderful experiences that we got to enjoy there. Mm -hmm. Also, we spent a night at a quirky <laughs> place in Wisconsin that people should probably get to go see it at least. I went there with very little expectations, and I am a sucker for that kitschy stuff, so I was floored by the place, and I have a very 
soft spot in my heart for it, and I would go back again. Uh, this is not a plug for the uh, for the Don Q Inn, but oh man, there's some really cool stuff there. <laughs> you gotta admit that. Oh my goodness! That lobby area with the uh, with the the old barber chairs, yeah, the barber chairs, or dentist chairs, uh, or both. I don't know. I don't know what they, they were. They looked like torture devices. <laughs> they were incredible. They were it, incredible. Again, really quirky, kitschy, whatever you want to call it. There's a ton of history in that place. Yes, there is. Um, and the plane is cool, although it's kind of creepy. A little bit. If you've been past it on highways, I think it's Highway 23, going down uh, near... I think you're going, you're heading towards Dodgeville, yeah. I think is where it's actually outside mm-hmm. of. Yeah. So from Spring Green, headed south towards Dodgeville, just past the House on the Rock, you'll see the big. Again, blue. another place, too, that yeah, House on the people Rock is should. Awesome. And now I may not choose a place like that, but because my husband enjoys them so much, mm-hmm. I am attending them with him. And. Enjoy them through his giddiness and excitement. So they You have do... to admit you were pleasantly surprised. Mm. Because I booked that whole thing without even including you. Oh, I was surprised because you did that. But yeah. but I mean the place itself, it's eh, eh. I would go again because you would love it so much. Well, I would only want to stay in a different room, though, if we went. Exactly. Not to say anything bad about the room that we were in. And it had its own hot tub, which is always a plus. Well, for those of you now, people who are listening from Wisconsin, I'm sure know Don Q Inn has these themed rooms Mm -hmm. outside of Wisconsin. You may not know that. You can look it up. Don Q Inn. It's interesting. It's worth it's worth a day. It's worth a day or two days there, I think. Just one time just to see what it's like. And I think that I don't know the history of it enough to know. I know that there's new owners now. I don't know if previously it had been the same person or family who had owned it before. But when you're in the room, it was definitely a labor of love. <laughs> that room was... <laughs> Somebody spent some time coming up with that idea. It wasn't really thrown together. It was, they were serious about that room. I would, I wish that we could have toured the other rooms just to see, and maybe we could, you know. I I believe you can. We're giving them a plug. If we tell them about our little podcast, maybe they'll let us see some of the others. I believe that you can tour the other rooms if they're available. We didn't ask because we're kind of chicken. We ran in signed the slip and then you know ran away so that people didn't see us and then afterwards i was like well what are we being you know what are we being so coy about we're grown trying to be incognito yeah (laughs) i mean everybody's there for their own getaway you know so I, i don't know why why we were being so uh you know we're trying to be so stealthy about it i guess i guess maybe we should go in there with our podcast badge on and say, we want to see these other rooms. I've misplaced my podcast badge. Well, we can make another one. Uh, That seems like a good idea. They're not very official, but... 
we fit in our travel time whenever we can. And admittedly, if if we have if we have one flaw as a couple, and I, I'm sure there's many, but if there's one significant one, it's that we both entertain each other in terms of of travel because neither of us really put the brakes on the other one when we decide, hey, let's go and do this or let's go and do that. It's it's we're pretty quick to to both jump on board with with seeing the world or seeing someplace new. So yeah, that was. We need to expand our travels. Right. Which, uh, yes, we are going on another cruise uh, later this year. This is a very, unfortunately, this is a very down-home year, but for mm. good reasons. Unfortunately, no. Very fortunate why we're Well, yeah, home. I mean, for good reasons. In terms of travel, it's, it's, uh, it's not as fun. But yes, for personal reasons, we've got a, we've got a grandbaby on the way and, and there's a wedding coming up and we've also got other relatives who have uh, a baby coming and, and so baby showers and wedding showers and all kinds of reasons for us to, to stick around close to home this year. So I'm not complaining. As I said, we, we have booked a cruise for later in the year, which is uh, enough for me to look forward to for this year and Mm -hmm. being being home and doing some staycations is going to probably be a good thing for us as well. However, I do have a bit of a wanderlust, so I, I do look forward to 2021 when maybe we can finally get that European trip in. I sure hope so. So I'm going to bring this podcast to a close, if you're okay with that. Mm-hmm. We really touched on just a few things, given you just a few tips Please do feel free to contact us via our email address or go to facebook.com slash America Land Podcast or do feel free to go to facebook.com slash Porter Notes Podcast and send us a message if you have any questions or anything that you would wish to contribute. We would love to hear from you as far as that's concerned. If you have any free things for us, we love that too free things oh well, you mean like from royal caribbean or don yeah, q in yeah or the palmer house hotels.com we're here for you guys <laughs> we're here for you with that then i guess we would like to wish you happy and safe travels stay healthy drink a lot of water wear sunscreen if you're going to florida put on bug spray before you think about the noceums i'm sure there are other places other than florida so just use that advice somewhere else yeah i would agree so until next time i'm alex i'm Lori. we'll talk to you again soon bye